one of the deepest longings in my heart is to be a father, to have a child or children of my own uh, to take care of and uh, to raise a family. And I so look forward to that becoming a reality in the future. And it's with great anticipation that I, I dream of the days where I can read just a children's book, right? In those precious moments uh, with the kiddos as they're young and dream with them and, and, and make up you know, fantasy worlds and all that kind of stuff. I remember doing that with my parents and uh, comic books was actually my sort of entry point into developing a love for reading. And so the arts combined with literature has always had, you know, just a, a special place in my heart. So today's episode is really exciting because it's, it's a two-parter in the sense that it's a behind-the-scenes look and conversation with the only designer on our team who makes everything, the podcast covers, the mastermind logo, the BLBS swag that's coming out, hats, shirts, everything. And then more importantly, we're going to discuss this incredible project that Michael has called Storybook Eyes, and we'll get into it, but essentially it's a love letter. It's a gift uh, to his second daughter because Michael wrote a book for his first daughter. And so we're going to hear that story, which is incredible. And there's a Kickstarter out there. It's already halfway funded. But I'm calling on the Ruckus Maker community, uh, even if it's a, a, a nominal pledge, go give something to get this project off the ground. It's a real feel-good moment, I think. I love Michael's work. His daughters are incredible. And I just think this is uh, something you'll want to get behind. So thank you so much for being here. Hey, it's Daniel from the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. And this show is for you a ruckus maker, an out-of-the-box leader making change happen in education. And we'll be right back with the main content of today's bonus episode just after a short message from our show sponsors. Learn how to successfully navigate change, shape your school's success, and lead your teams with Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Get world-class Harvard faculty research specifically adapted for pre-K through 12 schools. Experience self-paced online PD that fits your schedule. Apply today at hgse.me forward slash leader. That's hgse.me forward slash leader. Hey, Ruckus Maker. My friends over at Smart have developed a research-backed tool that will show you not only your strengths and weaknesses, but where you should strategically focus your energy in order to drive better results for your students. This tool is called the EdTech Assessment Tool, and you can take it at smarttech.com forward slash profile. Take the EdTech Assessment Tool at smarttech.com forward slash profile. All students have an opportunity to succeed with Organized Binder, who equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning whether that's in a distance, hybrid, or traditional educational setting. Learn more at OrganizeBinder.com. Oh boy, Ruckus Makers, I am excited today to chat with this guy uh, because it's sort of a, a behind-the-scenes, pull-the-curtain-back in some respects. I, I uh, consider Michael to be a part of the team, and he's created all the podcast covers that you see. The mastermind logo that we have in terms of the elephant and wolf, 
He's designed a, a cover for my upcoming book to inspire me, even though uh, the publisher probably won't go, go with that cover design. It's motivated me to create something of value for you, Ruckus Maker listening. And he's designed all the swag that's coming out in the upcoming uh, Better Leaders, Better Schools store. So it's my pleasure um, to, to introduce Michael Smith, who uh, in high school never realized that he can make a living off his hobbies. Uh, Michael majored in graphic design in college, and those possibilities became his reality. Even today, he's amazed that design is a profession. But if you've seen his design, I'm not amazed that he can make a living doing this because he's brilliant. Michael's mantra is every experience in life can be improved through intentional design, and he strives to make remarkable experiences. Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So uh, this is fun. Like I said, you know, I, I've uh, interviewed my wife. I guess she's interviewed me on, on episode 200. And that was weird because if people listened, she told everybody, the thousands of ruckus makers that listened, she told them that I don't basically clean. I just push dirt around, right? So <laughs> hopefully, I don't, I don't know what you might reveal uh, from behind the scenes, you know, relationship that you have with me. But I wanted to bring you in to talk two parts. One, just, yeah, the fun and like how you approach the design concepts, because I really uh, love your work. That's why I keep coming back for more. And then uh, secondly, and more importantly, you have a really cool project that you're working on. It hits close to home, literally, right? <laughs> and I, I want to tell the world about it. And I really encourage our ruckus makers to check this project out. And uh, I'm challenging you to be generous as well, because it's it's for a good cause. So um, that's kind of framing the show. But yeah, let's, let's start with... Uh, just our relationship. And, and I'd love to hear, you know, in terms of designing the podcast covers, if you've worked on the mastermind logos, uh, the swag for the store, the cover of the book, just what, what's it like working on some of those projects with me here at Better Leaders, Better Schools? Yeah, it's fun for sure. I mean, I'm super grateful that <laughs> the amount of trust and creative freedom that you still in me, but I think, I think what's, what's awesome is you have a vision. And that makes the design process much more fun and and smoother because you clearly have established a brand, several brands around, you know, these different concepts and you come knowing exactly, you know, what that brand is and then saying, you know, hey, I have this idea and I'm not sure if it's going to work, but this is what I'm thinking. And I love how you marry the possibility with the vision and allow me to kind of, you know, take a stab to see if we're aligned and then we iterate on all the designs. So it's it's a super fun process for me because not only do you give me feedback, but you always solicit feedback from, you know, the end user, right? The the, the people that will truly be interacting with this, which is which is also really helpful for me to hear throughout the design process as well. That's cool. And, and let's break it down too for the ruckus maker listening, because I, I think there's a connection here from uh, leading a school, right? As a principal, assistant principal, and having a vision and a brand identity for, for that school or district, uh, and then communicating it to the staff. Because to reflect back to you, what I heard you say, I have this vision, I'm able to communicate to you. Uh, we get multiple rounds of, of feedback to help iterate and improve the idea. And, and yeah, just that it gives clarity, right, for you as a designer for, for the project. But if I'm a school leader, you know, and I'm listening to this podcast, 
I don't know if there's some things specifically or if you want to talk generally how that leader might approach expressing that vision, you know, in, in, in given those boundaries too, for somebody like you to, to play with him. Yeah. There's, I love that. I love that comparison because it's hard as a leader often to see someone doing it differently than you would, Mm. but it doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. It just means it's not the way you would do it. And having to take that step back and be like, okay, you know, when I, when I put out my first designs, to you each time, I'm kind of thinking, okay, this is my best understanding. And this is, you know, the best thing. And I think this, this will work. But then you hear back from people that like, well, this doesn't work in this scenario, or here's what that vision or that uh, color or that icon or that, you know, image means to me, which I may not have never thought of. And so I think bringing it back to the school leaders, you know, even the best vision, sometimes when it begins to be carried out, there are unintended blind spots that just kind of pop up that the people that are directly relating with, you know, in this case, the students, they have a different experience and and kind of can express that back. But I think, I think what's awesome about our process. So I'm like weaving back and forth here, but I think what's awesome about our process is we're both driven to have the best result. Right. And neither one of us hold on to our ideas too tightly. And, you know, through our collaboration, we end up with something that works, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing I want to highlight, too, for the ruckus maker listening is that uh, the importance of who, not how, finding the right people, you know, because I can maybe try to do some of the stuff I hire you to do less effectively, of course, right? And I'll probably get super frustrated within the process and, and waste a whole bunch of time. But I don't, as a as a leader of Better Leaders, Better Schools, I don't have to be the expert at everything. And it's it's even better if I'm not. And so that's the point I really want to drive home. Like find the right people, put your ego to the side and, and cast that vision and let, let folks that you partner with be the best version of themselves and you'll be astounded by the results. You know, at least that's something that I've taken away, you know, from our process. The last thing I really want to ask in terms of, you know, working behind the scenes on, on Better Leaders, Better Schools kind of stuff, it, you know, has there been something, the covers, uh, people I haven't seen the book cover, that was just for me. Uh, unless you're in the mastermind, you won't see see the mascot. And then there's the swag that was coming out. But has there been anything that seems to be the most interesting that you've worked on and, and, and why was that? I would say the most interesting visually for me is is the wolf and the elephant because there are a lot of different directions we could have taken those yeah and if you haven't seen them they work individually but then they also work together as a pair and if you think about a wolf and an elephant they're very 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 different creatures <laughs> <laughs> and so the challenge of making them feel like they were partners or or could live within the same worlds you know, size and, and all that kind of stuff, size, color, you know, fur versus wrinkly skin, like making them feel like they lived in the same environment and yet still could hold the characteristics of their own was very hard and very fulfilling when it landed. Hearing you unpack it, I almost feel terrible that I put you through that challenge now. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was fun. And, and it was, uh, it was one of those things where like, it's, it pushed me a little bit 
on my illustration skills of like making sure that those things were aligned. But I, I think in the end, they came out really cool. And the other thing that was super fascinating, at least for me, one of the benefits I have as a designer is that like, I get to take other people's ideas and bring them to life mm-hmm. in a way that people like enjoy looking at them. So I don't know if you've launched the, the scorecard yet. No, it's coming out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can well, talk about it. I forgot that we worked on that too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an awesome scorecard coming out. And, you know, the the design challenge wasn't as great. You know, it's, a, it's much more straightforward. It's basically a table <laughs> that just looks, uh, from a design perspective, it's a table that looks that looks good. And so the challenge there wasn't so much designing the table. It was learning about the topic <laughs> that that you'd put together while doing this and like kind of self-evaluating myself on the table <laughs> as I'm designing this thing, which was... Um, I just score. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, I had to take it for real. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't it was I never calculated my final score. I only went one row at a time. But yeah, like like things like that are super fun to work on because it's an opportunity to make an impact on on other people through mm. your idea. Like mm-hmm. I and I get to play a part in that, which is like super honoring and super like makes me grateful to want to come back and continue to work together over and over again. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm going to highlight a few things here and then I definitely want to get to talking about your new project. One would be the importance of bringing an idea to life. You said that's that's something that's extremely rewarding for you as a designer. And so I'd say too, that's actually a, a function of a leader. And I'm just going to highlight uh, a video that I created. Um, there's a blog post to creating a bucket list or dream list in order to understand the staff you serve, the community you serve at a deeper level. And then if you help those ideas, those dreams come to life, you'll create a world-class culture. Uh, and then Michael talked about too, the, the mascot. You're going to have to join the mastermind to see how we use the wolf and the elephant. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but there is a tension there, almost like a yin and yang sort of aspect because they are opposites. But the reason we intentionally um, chose that uh, when we we actually designed the mascot as a mastermind community and we talked about the different sort of presence and postures we have to hold as leaders. And sometimes we have to show up as the elephant and sometimes we have to show up as the wolf. And so that's how that all came together. And then just playing the seed on the mastermind mindset scorecard. So I've studied the, the members of our community, what makes them highly effective and really just inc- incredible, remarkable leaders and broken it down into 12 mindsets that uh, they have. And then there's a continuum. It's like a rubric. So educators will be very uh, aware of, of how to use it. Uh, but the cool thing too, and I don't see this a lot in schools, you score yourself where you currently are presently, the now. But then you look into the future, the ideal future. Where do you want to be? And that should start a conversation with yourself. You heard how Michael was reflecting on even where he was uh, in his leadership and help you then make a, a plan for where you're going. So there'll be a whole bunch of content created around that, a whole bunch of resources uh, available for ruckus makers and uh, excited to, um, yeah, just make that available. So thank you for letting me riff on that real quick. Now to the real purpose of today's podcast. Ta-da! We're going to talk about Storybook Eyes. I don't think, man, I think I'm more excited about this project than any of my projects that are going on, probably because that two-minute video that you put together, which is just amazing. We'll have that linked up for you as well in the show notes. 
But yeah, tell us about Storybook Eyes, which I am backing. And, and uh, yeah, just tell us about the project. Yeah. Uh, and again, thank you so much for, for doing this. Um, super generous of you. Yeah. So in 20, I guess it was 2016. I think I say 2017 in the video and I might be wrong, but the years kind of run together. When my first daughter <laughs> was, was two, which was back in 2016, I created a book for her, a children's book called Eyes. And it's just 10 words, 10 animals, and it focuses, the illustrations focus on their eyes and how different they are. And it came about because whenever we were reading together, she would, uh, children's books, she would point out the eyes on all the characters. Mm. So fast forward to, oh, geez, what year was my second daughter born? 20, <laughs> 2018 or yeah, somewhere around there. And, uh, <laughs> I started to realize I dedicated the first book and created the first book for my daughter, my first daughter. And so it was kind of one of those things where I needed to make one for, for the second daughter. And so you're on the hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, you know, people are like, Oh, what is it going to be? Is it going to be a book about tails? Is it going to be butts? You know, you did eyes now. And while it was tempting, I ended up choosing to go with storybook eyes because our daughter's name is story. And uh, the kids love, you know, fairy tale characters. So I chose 10 characters, illustrated them. Again, focuses on their eyes, but also wrote a little poem to go with each one to, because with the animals, you can do the animal sounds, but with the storybook (laughs) characters, like some of the, like the gingerbread man doesn't really have a sound you could really make as a parent. He does when you bite into him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So for the sake of parents not having to scream, (laughs) uh, I wrote little poems for those. So yeah, it's, um, it's up live on Kickstarter right now, trying to raise, you know, raise the capital to get, you know, a couple hundred printed so that it can get out in the world and, and kind of, be something fun uh, for people to engage with their kids. That's amazing. And, and I, I heard a bit, you know, at least the Genesis story that I, I got from this was uh, uh, your daughters have been fascinated about, by the eyes and characters that you, that they would come across when you were reading to them during story time. Um, was there anything else, you know, going on under the surface that, that uh, motivated you to want to create this for both of them? Yeah, I, uh, most of my current day job is creating digital art, digital, you know, experiences and stuff that just lives on online. And there's something about holding a tangible thing that you made start to finish. That's super awesome. So, you know, I love books myself. I love reading and trying to instill that in the in the girls as well. And so, yeah, there's that aspect too, getting to... to have creative freedom to illustrate and then kind of hold this thing in the end uh, in your hands. And so, you know, maybe an underlying third passion is I would love for these to be picked up by a publisher. (laughs) You know, I have the self-publishing thing, but you know, maybe the unspoken thing is if you do enough good work, someone eventually notices you and might pick it up. I'm not the type that's like super salesy and goes out and like pitches my stuff a lot. So it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, oh, you know, maybe someone will notice. <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. Maybe I'll start a publishing company then. There we go. <laughs> that would be my first hi- uh, hire or contract or something would be with you for sure. So that's amazing. I think let's take a, a quick, quick break for a message from our sponsors. And when we get back, I'd love to hear just a bit more about the project, where you are with funding, uh, the different types of uh, rewards, uh, tiers that I guess you have. I'll share, you know, where I signed up and why. 
Uh, and then sort of like any last thoughts and, and the questions I ask every guest at the end. Learn how to successfully navigate change, shape your school's success, and empower your teams with Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership Program. Get online professional development that fits your schedule. We're now enrolling for February and June 2021. Courses include Leading Change, Leading Schools, and Leading People. Apply today at hgse.me forward slash leader. That's hgse.me forward slash leader. Ruckus Maker, I want to tell you about a remote blended learning tool your school needs right now, Smart Learning Suite Online. As a teacher, you can create, store, and deliver lessons from anywhere, no smart board required, and your students can access and engage with your content from any web browser on any device. No matter what your classroom looks like right now, Smart Learning Suite Online offers many options for flexible learning, engaging students via collaborative workspaces and game-based activities. Smart Learning Suite Online integrates with tools like Google Classroom and Microsoft Teams, making it an easy-to-use way to create engaging content and connect with students. Learn more and get started at smarttech.com forward slash learning suite. That's smarttech.com forward slash learning suite. Today's show is brought to you by Organized Binder. Organized Binder develops the skills and habits all students need for success. During these uncertain times of distance learning and hybrid education settings, Organized Binder equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning routines so that all students have an opportunity to succeed, whether at home or in the classroom. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. All right, and we're back with Michael Smith, the official designer at Better Leaders, Better Schools. And we're talking about his incredible project, Storybook Eyes, uh, I'm a backer. I think you're about halfway. Is that is that right? Halfway towards the goal? Yep, we're just about there. Okay, and I think the goal is six thousand to raise to get that initial run. Is that correct? Yeah, we're shooting for six thousand to you know cover the cost of printing the books as well as some of the other rewards. Cool. And I, I do want to talk about yeah those rewards and where I decided um, to sign up myself. So we'll get there in uh, in just a second. The other thing, um, you know, that I was curious about, you know, with this is just how do you pick the characters? They're so diverse. <laughs> uh, you know, I love the way they look. I mean, obviously, I'm a fan of, of your work, but yeah, how, how does that even start? Yeah, I have a so uh, we've talked about this. Uh, my love for Notion. Notion's right. kind of like a note. Oh, note I'm turned on. I'm like using it. It's my <laughs> it's my digital brain now. So thanks a lot. Yeah, and so it all started in there you know, just starting to write down a whole bunch of different ideas for what these characters could be. And so I think I had a list, I'm trying to look while I'm talking here. I had a list of probably over 30 different characters. And I think you hit the nail on the head where I was trying to strike a balance between friendly and a little bit more gnarly, (laughs) you know, real and fake, kind of more mystical, less mystical, uh, kind of thing. And uh, also knowing that I had girls and didn't want them all to be 
like the knight or like how can a knight, how can a, a female relate to a knight? And so I tried to even kind of focus in on the poetry on some of those, uh, what the world would consider as soft skills, but like, you know, who the knight is in in his heart. He's brave because he like truly cares about the people around him. So, you know, tr- trying to drive a little bit of a, a story there as well to, to kind of be inspirational. Got it. And I don't know if you've identified, is there like an age range you think that this book is perfect for? Yeah, I think it's probably the, you know, the two to five-ish range. Five's getting a little bit old for it. But even my six-year-old, she's about to turn seven. She she gets a kick out of it, maybe just because I made it. But, um, you know, she can she's starting to be able to read now. So she's trying to read it uh, as well. So there's there's that aspect of it too. So yeah, it's probably that like two to two to five, two to six age range. Gotcha. Well, let's talk about the different tiers. And again, I want to challenge uh, everybody listening, all the ruckus makers listening to to go back this project. Michael's halfway there. You know, it's a it's a win win situation. You can feel good about helping the BLBS designer do this great work and put it out into the world, and uh, you get some cool stuff as a result. You know, I I, I chose the get it all tier. I didn't know you, I don't think, when the first Eyes book came out. So I'm like, well, how do I get it? And so there was a tier for that. I get the new book. I wanted the game. I love games. So uh, I'm getting the Go Look game. And then there was the wall art too, uh, which of course, you know, I'm putting that up in my office just because <laughs> I, need, I need what you create. So that was, that was one tier. But yeah, can you describe some of the other options that are available for people to support you? Yeah, for sure. We basically have options from $15 all the way up to 80. And all of them include this book, the Storybook Eyes book. But several of the other ones include the original Eyes book. Daniel mentioned the the game. It's I call it Go Look because we're focusing on the eyes, but it's Go Fish. <laughs> and so what I, one of the cool things you can do with Go Fish, I don't know if you knew this, is you can also use those cards as memory cards. So if you flip them all over face down, you can play a memory game with them as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's that game. And then the wall art is, um, you know, the illustrations from within the book, you can get printed out at, um, I think it's eight, eight inch by eight inch mounted on foam core. So kind of ready to hang, you know, would be great for an office, but also a kid's room or a classroom it would be awesome in a classroom <laughs> as well. Beautiful. Yeah. And I know that there are some mastermind members that just had kids. And so that was something I was thinking about. Can I send them, you know, some books and then, uh, uh, you know, I hope to have children in the future at some point too. So I look forward to, you know, reading these books with uh, little Bowers in, in the future. So did we miss anything about the project that you'd like to, to discuss before I head to the last two questions I ask everybody? I don't think so. I think we hit it. Yeah. Brilliant. So I can't recommend enough and, and challenge the ruckus maker listening. This is a feel good moment. Check out the two minute video Michael made too uh, with, with guest appearances by his daughters. I mean, if for nothing else that, uh, video is guaranteed to make you smile. And I think that alone is worth at least a $15 uh, pledge, you know, to, to this project. So uh, check out Storybook Eyes. All right. Well, Michael, I ask these questions to every guest and I'm really excited to hear how you might answer, especially because, you know, you're not necessarily like educator, educator, classroom teacher, school principal. So to get your perspective is extremely valuable. So if you could put 
a message on all school marquees around the world for just a day, what would that message read? Yeah, I, I love this question. And I would want it to be catchy, but nothing like, I would have to wordsmith it, but the principle would be, your character matters more than your report card. Yeah. But I would want character and whatever other word for report card to be like kind of sing-songy together, poetic. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And now to the, the thought experiment, if you could build your dream school, Michael, and you had no limitations, your only limitations, your imagination, how would you build your dream school? And what would be the top three priorities? Yeah, it's probably skewed because I'm an artist, <laughs> but the dream school would double down on the arts and, and play as learning. And so uh, regardless of what, you know, whether it's elementary or, or high school, the priorities would be that learning happens through experience, that there is ample time for rest <laughs> during the day, and that there is an opportunity to have creative outlets, whether that be through music or visual art or writing or acting or dancing or anything like that, that that would be a, a core proponent of, of, of what students would have an opportunity to explore. Well, Michael, thanks so much for being my guest today on the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. We talked about a lot and of all the things we talked about today, what's the one thing you want a ruckus maker to remember? Oh, Go back the book. <laughs> That's good. Back it. I'm a, I'm a backer and I hope a lot of ruckus makers are as well. Let's get this uh, project over the top. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed.